1: From MPB Think Radio, this is Southern Remedies Relatively Speaking, the show all about you and your family. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, Medical Director for the Center for the Advancement of Youth at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. The holidays, unrealistic expectations, financial pressures, and excessive commitments can cause stress and anxiety at this holiday time, but why do we let ourselves get caught up in the whirlwind? going into debt to buy the right present happens far too often. Why? Let's talk about what's going on in your life. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. You can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. This is Relatively Speaking from MPB Think Radio.
2: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
1: Good morning and thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, and today we're talking about the holidays. Now, I know you've heard a lot of talk about the holidays, but... Let me set this for you. So, there are unrealistic expectations, financial pressures, excessive commitments, all of that can cause the stress and anxiety that we've talked about on this show and others during the holiday time. But why do we let ourselves get so caught up in the whirlwind? Going into debt to buy the right present happens way too far often, way too far often. Why is that? Um, why do we let ourselves move into this kind of stressful time when it's supposed to be a celebration of the good and a celebration of friends and family and the birth of a new day? What What are we doing? Uh, I, you know, as I was preparing for this show, I... Made myself stop and really think about what I was doing and and as as many of you know who listen, um my husband often we I bounce ideas off him as I'm planning the show, and I looked at him, his eyes got a little bigger as I was talking about what I was doing. And I said, "I'm I'm really talking to myself, right?" And he said, "Yeah, I mean, it just the the frenzy of the holidays." And I'm one of those individuals who really loves the holiday season. I do. Uh, I love the cooking and the gathering, and and I love um, doing things for other people, buying presents. But sometimes um, the the pressures. Do feel very great. Um, it it can be very overwhelming, and sometimes we tend to lose exactly what the the season is about. Um, so that overwhelmed, depressed, anxious, um, and at the same time, battling. Um, sometimes with feelings of loneliness for some of us during the holidays. Those all tend to pile on. And so today I want to talk a little bit about why we let ourselves get uh, into this vortex of pressure. Why can't we put our hand out and say, stop, Um obviously I think many of us know that uh, the the pressures out there with um, social media being so prevalent many times it feels like you keep hearing about this plus there's marketing out there and we all know marketing works that's why people pay huge bucks for for marketing things because it works on our psyche. If you see on television that a couple is buying each other Apple watches and then buying uh, each other vehicles, um, it's, it's a pretty big deal to then say, but instead I'm going the simple way and I'm making homemade gifts this year. So you have to make yourself think, how can you get there? How can we all get there? And try not to allow the pressures that other individuals impart on in us um, to take over the way we behave. So I would love to hear from you, to hear about your experiences. Perhaps uh, you've already uh, made a resolution that you're doing something differently this holiday. So we are one week from today, from Christmas, and um, I know many of you have already been caught up in this with holiday um, celebrations, parties, but also the buying and the preparing. So how are you trying to work at pulling it in? Or if you haven't, what, do you think maybe you could do, or what would you recommend to others? Maybe you think this is great. Maybe you think there's no change needed, but we'll join the conversation. Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. So um, there are many, many facts about what go, goes on during the holidays. And, and like I've already mentioned, the financial stressors is, uh, and pressures are one of them. And let me just give you one little factoid. The average American took on an additional debt of over $1,000 at the start of 2017 after the holiday spending frenzy. And in an interview um, done by a financial group, many of the individuals admitted that they were unable to pay off the the additional debt. And so they, their plan was to continue to pay the minimum and to carry the debt into the next holiday season. So then what happens with that? Now, we're not money talks, obviously, and I'm not a financial expert, but I can certainly tell you that as you're increasing that debt and not paying it off, then the interest um, accrues, right? And so the what happens when you are in debt, you feel anxious and you feel overwhelmed. And so it doesn't just affect your pocketbook. It affects your mental um, stability. It, it affects the way you feel internally. So we know all of that is something. So when people admit um, that they're un- unable to be able to pay the loans off and we know the number of individuals who are being sucked into this vortex as i'm calling it today um is growing why do we succumb to these pressures is it really the media's fault so we're all conditioned uh to spend Uh, Hurry up for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Then there's Green Monday. Hurry up and spend because this is the last Monday within the last 10 days prior to Christmas. Green Monday is kind of new. I I don't know when that came about. But there are so many times and so many messages that tell us we should hurry up and buy. Um, What? Why? Why? Gone are the days that one present is okay. Now several are needed. Gone are the days that you only buy what you can afford. Um, <laughs> I, I believe I've told this story before, but my father told us stories about when, when he was young and his family had no money. Um, his father received an orange and a new white shirt at Christmas. And all the rest was... All the rest of the celebration was celebrating what they believed Christmas was about, um, which included family and the celebration of family around a meal. Um, Marketing's amazing, like I said. Um, So what do we need to do to go back to the times when gift-giving was more simple? Um, Is anybody out there willing to hold their hand up and say, stop. Um, it's time for us to quit worrying about who's buying the most expensive gift. Stop. It's time for us to, to continue to add electronic toys onto electronic toys that our kids already have. Why can't we allow them to have some of the simple building blocks that we know are better for our children's brains um, and the creative toys. Whatever happened to buying a, a tablet of paper and some paints and pencils and crayons so that children can be creative? And what about, what about those of us who, who can help lead things? What about us? trying to encourage others to make homemade gifts. Yeah, you do have to spend a little money sometimes even to make homemade gifts, but it's far less to bake a cookie or to make a pine cone wreath or to come up with something that you can do or paint or build than it is. um, It's typically far cheaper. Plus, many times when you are making items like that, you are also recycling old items or are using something that's out there in nature. Is anybody out there already doing it? If you are, please tell us about it. I've done a little bit of that. But after going through this this year, um, friends and family, I'm just saying you're likely to get more homemade and and less of the bought because it's probably the best thing to do at this point. All right, so we have our first caller, Jay says. Let's pull him in. Adrian, good morning. Thanks for calling. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Yes. Do you have some suggestions for us or some comments about how you deal with this?
3: Yes, you made some great points Um, and uh, a few things. I feel that if <laughs> I myself am really bad about it, I, I'm i 27, and I have a young family, and it's like, you know, my time to make the Christmas memories that were once made for me, so now I feel like, okay, how am I supposed to do this?
4: <laughs> right.
3: But, um, you know, my husband and I, we have a, a, a toddler, and, you know, we're just, you know, trying you know, try to make that Christmas those Christmas memories for her and we're definitely, you know, on a budget. And, um, I mean, I'm guilty this year. I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't, I mean, I just have to. <laughs> and, um, but one thing is, um, for my husband, for a big gift of his, instead of buying an electronic or something that can just get lost or broken, I, I bought uh, concert tickets, and it was expensive. And it was kind of, you know, those, you know, just kind of like, whatever, it's Christmas. But, um, <laughs> it, it, you know, it was a memory that we'll share. Right. Um, you know, I mean, it was the concert tickets and the gas and the traveling and, um, you know, hotel and food. But it was, I told him you know, this is your big gift and pretty much, you know, hope you like socks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that is. I agree with you, Adrienne, as far as wanting to make special memories. And and sometimes a big splurge like that is really okay, as long as it's not putting you into debt and as long as it's not adding stress to the coming year. That That is my recommendation. And there might be a concert locally that you could do that would still bring about some very special memories. But oh yeah, okay. Now I am excited that uh, a young parent called in because <laughs> I will say that you are you are in the position right now to set the stage for your toddlers um, who will. Be five and six before you know it. Expectations about what Christmas is supposed to be. So, right. so maybe um, I'm not saying don't go out and and buy a toy, but think about simpler toys. Um, there is clear evidence out there that um, you don't need anything expensive and electronic to be able to stimulate your child's development, their brain development, um, keeping them happy, how many times have you watched a a young child, a toddler, open a present, and they like the ribbon and the paper more than whatever was inside? It's every time. Right, <laughs> right. So, so why not think about that? Um, you know, I don't know if y'all are uh, of the creative bent, but you can make your own building blocks. Um, how fun would that be? To or to get someone to cut cut you up some um, building blocks that then you could um, make for your child. You could make your own Jenga set. There are so oh, yeah. many things that you could do. So I would encourage you to start this year with some sort of creative present. Um, as, as I was, again, preparing for this show, one thing that I found is, as you just said, making the memories. How many of you out there remember what you got uh, when you were 5 or 6 or 10 or 12? Um, and I think the more presents you pile on, the less memorable they are. So there probably was some special present, but I bet that the majority of gifts that you received, you don't even remember.
3: Well, and, and I know you probably have to get to other callers, but one thing I did want to add was um, uh, many, many years ago, I think it was when I was even in middle school, my friend Mandy, it was the simplest thing. She made, she took a glass ornament and painted on my name, and, and glued on some feathers. And I still have that ornament. And every time I decorate my tree and I find that ornament, it's like a, a memory. So um, I, I feel like in the years coming, I'm going to make some more handmade yeah. gifts yeah. And, and a lot more ornaments because, you know, they can, they can be anything. They can be silly. They can be just, you know, just a... Um, Their, you know somebody's name or they can you know whatever fabulous it doesn't matter and and when you give people that you're giving them kind of your heart so that every time they go to decorate your tree or their tree they you know they're reminded of you and your friendship and the love that you you both have for each other and so i i that was memorable to me and and meaningful not just memorable but meaningful so
1: Absolutely, and you're yeah. making the exact point Those are the kind of gifts that people remember And they think about you for years and years to come So thanks so much for starting our call, callers off And have a wonderful holiday Very safe and um, make those memories Okay, we're talking about the holidays Have we lost the meaning of our holidays? What can we do to get it back? Are homemade gifts and small, thoughtful cards enough? I'd love to hear more from you. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. You can send an email to family at We'll be right back.
2: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
1: Welcome back and thanks for listening. Today we're talking about the true meaning of our holidays and how can we get it back. How can we make sure that we don't go into debt while we're buying um, this array of often unmemorable and often forgotten gifts and then going into debt? I want to hear from you. I want to make sure that we get your ideas. I'll tell you about some of the ways that we can bring it back, but first I want to hear from you. Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. All right. Well, you know, let's go on back to the phones. We have a couple of callers. Um, Let's go first to Jeanette in Tupelo. Good morning, Jeanette.
0: Well, good morning.
1: (laughs) Thanks so much for calling. Tell us what your thoughts are. Well, I
0: have a granddaughter, uh, she's uh twelve years old and um she lives in Louisiana, a suburb of New Orleans. And um this year um she joined a cooking club and I guess they no longer, you know, teach like, you know, the home economics or, or cooking or, or that kind of thing in school anymore.
1: right, unfortunately.
0: So, um I one of her gifts uh, was a, a a mixer, a handheld mixer. And a cookbook.
1: Wow. Yes. Yeah.
0: So what we plan to do with her is um, is um cook with her over the holidays while she's here visiting us here in Chief Live. And I think that's a forgotten art with a lot of uh, children. And uh, she had told us that when she joined this cooking club that they had to do two classes because there's so many students that joined it. You know, they want to learn the art of cooking. And um, I just thought that was a neat thing do that you do family-wise. I'm a little bit nervous here, sorry, (laughs) I'm a first-time caller, but I just thought that was a wonderful thing to do with her, and a wonderful thing that, you know, as grandparents that we could teach her, and um, because her grandfather really loves to cook, is to teach that, you know, that that joy of cooking, so instead of electronics, to have that time together.
1: Jeanette, what a wonderful idea for a gift, and I know that's not... Inexpensive, but at the same time, that is the type of gift that encourages interaction um, with her. So many of these electronic gifts or games that, that um, individuals are buying allow the child to interact with who? Typically themselves, or if they're interacting, their heads are down and they're really not making eye contact. Um, and often they're interacting with someone who's remote from them, maybe even in another state. So the the cooking. Um, so you've you've given her, I will say that that is a gift that will be memorable. That is something that she will. If you make sure that she has the encouragement and the interaction from from you, what precious memories to have grandmother and grandfather cooking with her, It may uh, yeah. be yeah, it's I, I I just think that is an amazing idea. Yeah, so, and the,
0: the thing about it too is like she's asked me for recipes of mine. So I'm be able to pass down, you know, recipes. And my husband was or fortunate enough with his mother was a uh, Czechoslovakian Bohemian, and you know, from you know the old country. And uh, she he actually wrote down a lot of her old recipes um, before she passed. And, yeah. uh You know, so it was it was kind of passed down that way too. So it we're was, it was kind of going on the his side tradition. So but I I just we just we're so proud that she's she that she's wanting to cook and yeah. and,
1: and to, to cook with us and that may be many of our listeners may be getting an idea. Um, yeah. the other thing too that you can do, you know, if you can't afford a mixer, a, a cookbook or to compile what a great gift it would be to compile your own recipes, your family recipes, and say a little journal or a recipe book that she'll have, um, forever, even when yeah. you're gone. And, yeah. and then the, the last thing I'll say that makes this gift so so wonderful is that now she will develop the capabilities to be able to make some homemade gifts perhaps for others so you may you know you may have started the ball rolling for something very positive so
0: well i enjoy your show very much and thank you so much for having me on
1: oh thanks jeanette thanks so much for calling and you have a wonderful holiday you too Goodbye. Goodbye. Let's go on on. Let's stay on the lines. We have Leonard. Um, not sure where Leonard's from. Hi, Leonard, thanks for calling in.
5: Hello, uh, yes, I'm from South Haven. And, okay. Uh, my uh, suggestion was similar to your past caller. I'm a clinical chemist and I've uh, semi-retired now, uh-huh. but uh, when my grandmother died, uh, we I got her recipes and uh, she liked to do canning of certain relishes and so forth. So being a chemist and having to follow recipes for experiments all my life, I have gotten into canning relishes uh, in September. And uh, the most favorite in my family is a ripe tomato relish that has mm. uh, Vidalia onions and uh, a little bit of hot pepper in it. And it's good on vegetables like peas and butter beans and things like that and also a green tomato relish that's that's also uh, very good so in September I go to the market and buy up uh, you know a bushel of half a bushel of green tomatoes and and uh, ripe tomatoes and I make the relish by my grandmother's recipe and send it to my first cousins and uh, my mother-in-law and uh, and they just enjoy it so much because a lot of my relatives didn't have the recipe, and uh, they just enjoy that, uh, you know, sentiment from from our grandmother. And and uh, they, in fact, I took a, a dish of it to my mother-in-law's for Thanksgiving this year, and uh-huh. they all had a bit over it, and they've already eaten that up, and they're already calling for. You know, uh, The
1: request is uh, in, huh? For the right. next, so, yeah.
5: So I, I wrap a ribbon around the jars, and you can get these festive, uh, decorative uh, lids to put on your cans, your jars, and uh, you know, send send that to uh, relatives and so forth. And they they seem to really enjoy that, and it's very inexpensive.
1: Right, wonderful idea. And I bet I bet your it sounds like your friends and family look uh, forward to this. They use it, um, so they haven't gotten yet another tie or socks or shirt that perhaps doesn't fit or they won't wear, and so – and um, – You've done. You've you've created sort of a legacy. It seems of of the way to give, uh, Leonard. I think this is such a great another great idea. It is along the same lines, but uh, but a little twist. Uh, and that's the kind of thing you can prepare for early. It does take time. I know. I've done a little bit of canning myself, and it it takes time, but you can do it at your own pace. Um when people tell me they don't have time to to cook or time to do some of those things, and then I see that they spend hours and hours out shopping um it's it's where you... Where you use your time um, And so the comfort of your home Listening to holiday music And doing the canning Is way more relaxing Than um, Scurrying around trying to figure out What to do And and honestly um, I know some people do a lot of Online shopping and, and I, I Get it we do some But even that um, Is sometimes taking A little bit of the meaning away um, So Leonard, thanks for your call. Um, I think uh, that's uh, such a wonderful thing that you've done. And uh, just like our first, our second caller who called in um, about just trying to uh, come up with something that is truly meaningful.
5: Well, it is meaningful because it was my grandfather's yeah. birthday. And when we're all sitting around the table at Christmas or Thanksgiving, we bring up memories of you know growing up together, the first cousins, and so forth. And so we just talk about our, you know, uh, grandparents and things that we did visiting them and so forth. So it is it is a really a special thing. I feel yeah.
1: that's what that's what the holidays are about. That's what I want others to tell us about how they're pulling the holidays away from the stress. And, and back into what gives you pleasure? What makes you smile? Um, those memories about grandparents, I know we, we do that often. And some of them are funny, hilarious memories where, um, when we were younger, we thought, well, not so much like my grandmother, um, coming around the corner and honking that horn. If we weren't standing right out when she came to pick us up, um, we laugh now about, um, that big blue Ozmobile, and but the kids need to hear that the other family members need to hear it and and share those memories it's just fun
5: yes traditions
1: uh, well happy holidays (laughs) Lynn leonard (laughs) Thanks. thanks for calling
5: you're welcome thank you
1: jay before we go to our next break is it okay if i go on to betty yes okay let's go to betty in houston good morning betty thanks for calling
4: Good morning. Thanks for letting me call. Yeah. I wanted to comment on the lady who was talking about the cookbook for her, or, or doing the cookbook and, and things for her granddaughter. Right. Several, many, many years ago when my daughter was in college, she was very poor, of course, and we had. I had said, you know, don't get me anything for Christmas. I know you don't. You're on a very limited budget and this kind of thing. Well, what she did was she bought a really cheap binder from Walmart, and got some uh, plastic uh, page enclosures and took all of my recipes that she could dig up from, but I had stashed here and there and yonder around the house and put them in there for me. Now, this is many years later, and I have changed notebooks two or three times because I've worn them out. (laughs) But we do Christmas together every year, and the other day she was over and we were planning Christmas dinner, and making cookies and making some candy to give to the neighbors. And I pulled out that book because it had a a recipe that we needed in it, that big notebook binder. And she said, oh, Mama, I remember making that for you. And I said, I remember getting it, and it was so precious. And it it, it meant more to me than anything I can think of that she's ever given me was that she took the time to do this, Mm -hmm. and now we share it.
1: Yeah. That, so that is so special. And that Please. is, yeah, that's the point that I think we all need to remember. And again, like I said at the beginning of the show, I am actually talking to myself to bring it back to the sim- simplistic ways. You know, I made my mom and dad uh, um uh, decoupage, back when decoupage, it Cost nothing. I cut out magazines and I decoupaged onto a glass, a cheap glass dish that probably was a leftover from somewhere. And they had that decoupage candy dish out. Forever, um, and and I, I truly believe that that meant a lot more to them than some of the more expensive gifts I gave them over the years. You've pointed that out. You you. I'm ast-
4: sure, and yeah. didn't it mean an awful lot to you too for they put
1: it out? Oh, absolutely. I, it was kind of tacky looking, and they still <laughs> they still had it out, and and which. Told me that maybe, um, maybe they they recognized how how much time and love went into the preparation of it. So yeah, yeah, I'm
4: sure they did.
1: Yeah, another great suggestion, um, Betty. Uh, you know, again, all these ideas of how you can give a meaningful gift without spending a lot of money, without. Going and getting a loan, or are, are maxing out your credit card? Don't do it. Don't do oh, it. Yeah. Don't right? Do it. Yeah. You're absolutely
4: right. Don't do it.
1: Okay. Well, Betty, thanks so much. I know we need to go to our next break, and I want to hear from more of you. Uh, we have. I can tell we've not lost the meaning of our holidays. We need to give each other ideas. If you've run out and you've gotten caught in the frenzy of the, the marketing frenzy of spin, spin, spin. Listen to what we're doing today, talking about how you can get back to the simple. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. You can send an email to family at org. Let's make this holiday great. Relatively speaking, we'll be right back.
2: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
1: Welcome back and thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress and today we're talking about ways to make the holidays special without getting into debt ways to enjoy and make those memories of something special and even if money is not your worry sometimes spending huge dollars on gifts does not add meaning to what's supposed to be going on uh, in the holidays enjoying family making those memories doing something special for someone else it may not even be a gift it may just be a phone call to let them know that you're thinking about them. Uh, the goal is to enjoy the holidays, but to do that, we need to be defining clear goals of what this is about. If it, the clear goal is about buying the best present or the most expensive present, then you may have the wrong idea about the holidays. So think about your goals, define them, prioritize them. Maybe put them in order of the three most important things. Uh, the most important thing is to, to connect with family members that you haven't visited with, perhaps. Or the most important thing in your life may be to make sure that you have um, a phone call to, to your best buddies who are no longer around you. Or it may be to bake the favorite cookies your grandkids like or your children like. But set priorities and make them simple priorities. Don't feel like you have to make something huge and expensive to make um, a memory. It may be making those Christmas ornaments that we were talking about earlier. You can make an ornament out of a pine cone with a little glitter and some string, honestly. And those are the kind of memories that will stay with you forever. So I would love to hear about Christmas ornament making, too. So give us a call at one eight seven seven 877 mpb ring That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Okay, Don has been patiently waiting. Don, thanks for calling. Tell us what your thoughts are. Hey, how are you doing? This? Great. Where are okay. you, Don?
6: Uh, right now I'm in Canton, but I live in Lexington.
1: Okay, my hometown, okay. Canton.
6: There you go. Yeah. Um, the old-fashioned. What I what I do is kind of a mix of new technology and old technology. Uh-huh. I text I text message all my friends and ask. Even some I haven't seen in a long time, and ask for their physical home address, and uh-huh. then I hand then I handwrite an old fashioned Christmas card and send it to them.
1: Oh wow, you really uh, handwrite it? Do you do you make the do you buy the Christmas cards and then write the message to yeah. them inside? Is that what you do, or do yeah. you make your own cards?
6: No, I'm not, I haven't quite gotten to the point where I make my own cards. <laughs> so I, buy, I buy the cards. Um, and then, you know, make sure I have everybody's address and then send them the old-fashioned snail mail um, Christmas card. Yeah. And and then the ones I get from my friends, I put on my tree as ornaments.
1: Oh, what a great idea. Well, you know... Um I love getting snail mail Christmas cards, too. And I know some people have gotten in, because of the expense of stamps, some people have gotten into doing the electronic messages. But for your special friends, those handwritten messages are so neat. And and it gives you—you know what it does for your friends— is it lets them know that you're thinking about them during this special time. And you you have taken the time to imprint memories with them more than likely. I, I don't know, Don, is it a huge number of individuals, or, or have you sort of ratcheted it down to the smaller numbers? Uh-oh.
6: And 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 it takes it takes a little bit of time to hand write them out, but I think it's a little bit more special than than just an email or just a text message.
1: Yeah, I think it is. I, in fact, no doubt. Uh, so again, those kinds of things, and and especially remember this. This would be my thought is especially remember those people who perhaps. Um, don't have uh, a large number of family and friends, uh, how much that would mean to them to have that special handwritten card, let them know that you're thinking about them. I think that can make a big difference in their lives. Because, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, many people are lonely during these holidays. And even sometimes lonely with a family Maybe. uh Feeling like nobody is especially thinking about them, so those um, those messages, um, even small messages, sometimes make a big difference. And I love the idea of using them as your Christmas ornaments um, each year. So, Don, thanks for calling and sharing that with us. That was a really another good one. Thank you. Thank
6: you. Happy holidays to you.
1: And same to you. All right, I'm told we're going to take our our last break, and when we get back, we have open lines. would love to hear from more of you or what you do to make the holidays special without increasing the expense of the holidays. And maybe give us a call and let me know, what is that special perhaps handmade present that you received that you will always remember or you look at every year, even though it wasn't expensive. Give us a call at 1877 MPB ring. that's 18776727464. This is relatively speaking. We'll be right back.
2: MPB listeners pay attention to quality. They look for quality in their work and their daily lives. If your business cares about quality customers, look to MPB. Go to mpbonline.org underwriting for more information. Whether you're a thrifty shopper or someone who likes to buy the whole store, Change is the program that will allow your purchases to show your support for the quality content on MPB Radio. This easy and no-hassle program rounds up your credit or debit card purchases to the nearest dollar and sends us the difference. You support MPB and get something nice for yourself. To sign up for change, visit our website, mpbonline.org, and click support. Listen again to stories and shows at mpbonline.org. This is Relatively Speaking on MPB Think Radio. To take part in today's show with your questions or comments, call 877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can email the show, family at mpbonline.org.
1: Welcome back, and thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. Today we're talking about How to alleviate the holiday pressures and make the holidays even more special. Um, You can do it. You don't have to get caught up in the whirlwind. You can make things simple and enjoyable and add memories to your holidays. Think simple. Think doing something special and thoughtful that perhaps... Doesn't cost anything, or if it costs something, it only costs a couple of dollars instead of many dollars. I promise you, if you put thought into it, it'll make a lot of difference for your family and for your friends. The other thing I want to remind you about is sometimes reaching out to someone in your community who perhaps is lonely, perhaps is in need. thinking about giving them something like um, a meal or bake them something. Um, you'd be surprised the simple thoughts what a difference it can make to individuals. So don't forget during the holidays to to allow yourself to reach out. If you are the parent of young children, this is the time you create, the pattern, the memories, the model, modeling doing things for other people, modeling the enjoyment of creating a gift for someone else, modeling the, the ability to step back and just enjoy simple things will make a big difference. Um, think about it. I really would love to hear from you. Give us a call if you want to add to the conversation. We still have time. You can give us a call at 877-672-7464. That's one All right. We have JW in Tupelo. Uh, good morning. Thanks for calling.
7: Good morning. Um, the thing I've been doing for years now is uh, photography is kind of a hobby and Mm-hmm. A meditation thing for me When I'm out looking for the shot um, But I made picture books For my grandkids One year uh, Where I would take the picture And type out a little Story about that picture And put it into a little cheap photo album That you can get at Walmart moment For about a dollar um, Right. And the pictures only cost well, I print so many It's 19 cents a piece so, um, and my youngest son called and said that that was probably the best gift they had got. And I did spend all year taking the pictures and putting it together. So that's what I do for Christmas. I'm not a big Christmas fan of the commercialization that mm-hmm. I see happening. Uh, this Thanksgiving, I was sitting there watching one of my nieces go through the sales papers at Thanksgiving. I said, you do this every year. Um, think about more stuff. And it kind of diminished the idea of being grateful <laughs> for what we've got. And, of course, I'm 62, so I've come from a different culture right? where we didn't have all this technology. But everybody's got a camera on their phone. They can take, And instead of texting or Facebook posts, you know, go and print it out and a hard copy of something that they can hold in their hand and share that 164th of a moment you know, a fraction of a moment of your life that you want to share with somebody in a picture. So that's kinda of what I do. I don't buy gifts. I may buy my mother something and my wife something, but everybody else gets a picture.
1: JW and you you said you you got the verification exactly of what we've been talking about for your son who called and said that was probably the best gift. Um, how many pictures are taken on people's phones, um, thousands, <laughs> hundreds, millions, and and people never even look at them again? And wow. how many of those will be lost without any hard copy or any hard memory um, out there for those individuals? So I think that's a fabulous gift, Um, and I, you know, we have a a close friend um, who does that, and uh, he's probably about your age, and uh, he does exactly that. He he makes photo albums for the kids about special gatherings and special memories. And um, and I know uh, uh, you know how much the kids appreciate it, and he's made uh, one for us in the past, and it was it was very special. And yes, I forget lots of gifts that other people have given me, but when there's something that has heart into it and has memories into it, that that makes a huge difference. So. And well,
7: I know it's it's special to me. When my grandmother died, uh, my mom called me and said, "There, my sisters were in there getting stuff, you know, that they wanted." And uh, I said, "Well, I want her picture albums because she's got pictures of me and my three sisters when we were a little bit of kids." And I don't have those pictures because they were hers. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, I've had some of those reprinted for my sisters and some stuff. My dad died, and I made a a picture album of the pictures I had from her album when he was a kid and gave last Christmas, um, oh, the Christmas before that, the first Christmas after he died, um, I gave my sisters, you know. And Anyway, it was just something that meant a lot to me. And uh, I think it's lost in the technology that we have today of pointing and clicking on things. Right. It instantly pops up, and if it doesn't in two seconds, we're thinking, that's really slow.
1: And, uh, <laughs> I've been <laughs> guilty of that, yeah. Oh, I'm my gosh.
7: Mail, I was standing in line at the post office yesterday, and I thought, I didn't know this many people still wrote letters. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I, I write letters
6: yeah.
7: and, uh, and send them in the mail. Yeah. And of course, I don't get a whole lot back, but it's not really for them, it's for me. And uh, but anyway, I appreciate the time.
1: Well, JW, thanks for your call, and I, I do think we need to be careful about letting things go that mean so much, like that handwritten note that a previous caller like printing those pictures and making an old-fashioned photo album. Those are the kinds of simple gifts that make a huge difference. They they allow us to have something to hold on to for the future. Like you said, just being able to look back and see what you looked like when you were a kid, or um, to to ha- to imprint those memories more deeply. Sometimes our world is so frenzied that um, the world passes us by. And we don't remember the good. And then we get all caught up in the anxiety-provoking things that we have out there. So, in summary, I want to remind everybody this holiday season, I won't be with you next week because that's Christmas Day, but I'll be asking you about it. This holiday season, I want you to make those special memories Try to keep it simple. Do th- something special for your loved ones that doesn't cost a whole lot of money but takes a little bit of thought. If that is baking, if that is cooking with them, if that is making that pine cone ornament or making that photo album. Honestly, please get out there and, and think about doing that. I think it will make a difference in your life. It will make a difference in the way you feel about the holidays. And maybe everybody will have a smile on their face for a change instead of looking at the holidays sometimes as a drudgery. So happy holidays. Now you have your challenge. I want you to go out there and make it special. Um, thanks to our show, our show engineer and producer, Jay White. Our call screener was Michelle McAdoo. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. And for all of us, I hope you'll join us next Tuesday at 11 for Relatively Speaking. And stay tuned for NPR's Here and Now, coming up next on MPB Think Radio. Happy Holidays!